dream really big. I mean, and go for it. You will be surprised what you can achieve. Actually, I would say the other way around, don't limit yourself, right? And just get out and start. Just do something. If it's small, great, go do it. That's what I would suggest you just start. You know, we're all taught fail forward. So if something doesn't go good, then oh well, get up and go forward and dream big because you're capable of more than you realize. Hello, everybody. David Donaldson here with another episode of Entrepreneurial Impact. Very excited today to have a friend from the North, right? Normally, but a lot of the people we're talking to are down here in Virginia, but we have a friend of the North just across the border <laughs> out of Montgomery County, Maryland. We have Mary Schroth with us today, another Keller Williams associate. Mary, welcome to Entrepreneurial Impact. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. And it is, it's kind of like Maryland, Virginia. West Virginia, we're like different countries. So yes. DC, you could you could tie right. DC in there, right? That's right. <laughs> There's a, an incredible amount of overlap. I mean, we share obviously the same MLSs, but you're right. right. Like, heck, even parts of Maryland can be different from each other. Parts of uh, parts of Virginia are massively different from each other. Uh, so true. But ultimately at the core of it all, what is very similar for all of us is our relationships with our consumers, our yes. caring and giving, in Brown's community, right? And yeah. how we engage with that. Price points are gonna change. How we do business will change subtly, right? Yeah. But those key things above all else, right? That's why we're in business, right? Changing lives, engaging right. with the community. That's right. And making an impact. So as we, right. as we start into today, let's talk about your impact. And let's talk about who has had an impact on Mary and what kind of took you down this path to be a business owner in real estate? Yeah, good question. So even as you're asking that, I'm like, gosh, I, there are people that have impacted me that I hadn't even really realized until you asked that question. So um, definitely my dad, he's a business owner and I would watch him get up every day and and go to work when he didn't feel like it right when he did it, it didn't matter you, you did what you needed to do to run the business so he's impacted me tremendously and then um i had an employer my first real job uh, who wound up leaving the industry that they were in and entered real estate and four or five years later came and recruited me back to their team wow and so that is where I started my entry in real estate um, was op operations on their team. So I, I love that you kind of brought your dad and you're like, he set the expectation of what it takes, right? Because running a business, yeah. right? Especially, you know, most of us have smaller real estate businesses and small and we may be incredibly busy and do a lot of transactions, but small in the number of employees that we may have or associates that yeah. work with us or brick and mortar or different things. So we just kind of fall into that small business type of mindset, but knowing that you've got to get up and go, right? Yeah. That changes a lot of things. So what did your father do? And, and and what did you, what was your experience like in seeing that from him about what drove him to go? Well, yeah, I mean, he, he's in the flooring industry, so he owns a carpet business. Oh. Uh, and, you know, he, I can actually remember being little with him at jobs um, it was so fun, though, because I got to have bonding time with dad, right? 
he what drove him was to take care of his family. I mean, I, I think I haven't, you know, that's a good question. I need to ask him. Um, and yet I assume, <laughs> right, that that was a big contributing factor, a duty and need to take care of his family. And he's entrepreneurial wired. So I, I don't even, I, other than his teenage years, you know, I don't even think he ever had a job where um, somebody was supervising him, so to speak. You know, there's a certain kind of personality type that I think um, entrepreneurial uh, opportunities attract. Not everybody is wired that way, but it rises and falls with you. Right. And you're 100% accurate and not everybody is wired that way. And a lot of it comes from the exposure that you've had, not necessarily just family, but other people in your world that might bring that out of you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I never thought about that. I need to like go tell my dad. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think we should all tell our parents. Thank you. Yeah. Spot on. I mean, just imagine a world where he didn't do that. Yep. That's right. And now look at where you are. And that stems from that, that experience at a young age of saying, hey, here's my father going out and meeting with clients, right? And treating them in a certain way. And that had an emotional and major impact on you. Absolutely. Absolutely. I have actually, I have a vision in my head. Uh, I used to take my son uh, on, I used to do a lot of fix and flips. And I would take my son out with me. And I remember one time he's like, record me, record me. And he would he just would walk around the house and tell the story of the house, bedrooms, bathrooms. He just oh, he was like six years old at the time. I have some of these somewhere. I'm gonna have to, now I'm gonna have to go dig them out. Um, but that's the same type of thing, right? My I've been in business for myself for 16 years yep. in just real estate, right? My wife and I had businesses before that. So my sons grew up with that. I did yes. not grow up with that. Interesting. Uh, that was something Very that my wife's side of the family had, and that drew it out of me. And I couldn't wow. even imagine my life now without it. Right. I know once you go it, you and become an entrepreneur, there's really no turning back. I, I can't imagine turning back because it's, it's, it has a wonderful challenge that comes with it. It's very rewarding, too. Now, you referenced the previous employers, the reason you're a realtor, right? And you, you yes. give dad credit for, for driving you forward and being a business yep. owner. So that may have manifested itself in a different capacity. So you worked somewhere. You had a J-O-B is what I heard you say, right? You were yes. working for somebody else. Yes. Yeah. And what was that? And what was it in that capacity that they recognized, hey, you know, here's somebody that can be a successful realtor and ultimately run their own organization. Yeah, so, so they owned a, a firm that would set up and host websites for nonprofit organizations. Um, and, and I did everything. I mean, it, from keeping the store clean, um, you know, and the workspaces clean to testing websites to see if they were gonna blow up. I mean, I did everything, right? <laughs> so I was 17 or 18. Um, and then I left and went to property management and they came back four or five years later and we're like, Hey, we've gone over to real estate and we really think you should come. So. Okay. So you had dipped your toes in real estate being property management. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's fair to say for, yeah, I was in property management for quite a while. Different managing people in their spaces. It is, it is technically real estate. Very different. Very challenging. <laughs> there, there's a structure. There are houses, yeah. there are contracts. Yes. There's a, that's right. You know, fair enough. Fair enough. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. 
So they got into real estate and they remembered you or you stayed in touch with them, one or the other, right? Yeah. That's, that's beneficial in business, yeah. right? And yeah. hopefully everybody's staying in touch with their consumers, same type of mindset, right? That's right. I love, I love hearing those stories uh, from our agents and saying, you know what, from business to business, we stayed in touch with people because that yeah. leads to opportunity as well, right? That's very true. And, and, you know, here's another thing that I can kind of tie together. So, so you reference, and this is part of what I love to hear about here is, is legacy, right? So we touched on people, your father, former, yeah. former colleagues and former business owners that you worked with, and they were in nonprofit. Okay. A large part of what business owners do or strive to do is to be charitable in our communities. Yeah. So I think, again, when I look at this, these, these people you work with, it was a nonprofit. And now here you are, we're going to touch on this, right? You're big yeah. on charity in your community too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they would, and I, in fairness, it wasn't technically, they didn't own a nonprofit, but they were hosting websites for nonprofits and that's where their heart, I mean, it, it might as well be the same thing, right? Sure. Because yeah, exactly. And that's right. That's, I, and again, I had never paid attention to that. I feel like I'm well, in a therapy session right now. There's a lot of self-discovery going on. Thank you. <laughs> this isn't my first podcast. Uh, you know, we've been doing this for, for a little bit now and we're starting yeah. to learn, uh, yeah, like our associates, it. we learn how to ask questions. Doing a good job. That's right. That's what we're taught. And, and you say, or you learn, and here's a book I'm reading. You learn what, what exactly oh. what to say so uh, in conversations. Yeah. A lot of it has to do with listening. That's right. So here you are now. All right. So let's talk about business. So when did you, right? So you started with uh, these, this other organization in real estate. And what led you then to go from working with them to going out on your own and essentially creating, you know, your first business? Yeah. So uh, I was with them for eight or so months and their business started to shift and there was a downturn. They are amazing. And, you know, so they, they couldn't keep the position that they had originally created for me to come into. So I had a decision to make. I, I was already licensed. They required that of me. And I'm very grateful for that, um, you know, to function operations. And it was, do I go back uh, to property management or some other J-O-B, right? Uh, or do I take this license? I'm, you know, in my 20s, late 20s. And and, and go do something with it. And somebody told me, if you can lead generate, you'll succeed. It's that simple. That's what it is. And I, so a friend invited me to take bold, uh, which is a, a course that really focuses on mindset uh, and, and lead generation and business development, among other things. And I was like, I can do this. Like once, if I can do bold, I, then I'm going to do this. That's my decision. I got into bold and started door knocking. And I was like, okay, I essentially, I just need to be persistent and I, I can do that. Um, and the rest is history. I, you know, obviously discovered how fulfilling it is to advocate for clients and all that good stuff. And here I am. So now here you are a couple of years. So how long have you been in, in the business by yourself now? Uh, eight years. Eight years. Awesome. And how has your team and your organization grown? Yeah, so Samantha, I have uh, Samantha who works with me full time. I 
interestingly enough, made a decision last year, which may change this year. But when I was thinking about, because my coach often asked me, what's your unreal life at this, in this season of your life? Mm -hmm. And it was to spend time, more time with my family. So I intentionally controlled where my time was going um, and wasn't so focused on blowing up the business, right? Uh, Side of things. So it's me and Samantha right now. It's probably going to change this year uh, based on goals and production, but that's where things are. And Samantha is amazing. She's, it's also very special because we have a connection about wanting to pour into the community. Um, so it, we've been able to do some really amazing things together. Awesome. So you're recognizing that you need more leverage, right? You got to have yeah. to provide you the time because as we have right. before, like if you don't have somebody to do that, it's you. That's right. That's right. right. That's the, yep. the prides of business ownership are, are strictly that, that you can only, you only have so many hours in a day. However, right. if you have the right personnel, right, the right team of people supporting you, you can kind of, you have a little bit more bandwidth. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you're, you're spending your time in the right places, right? So. Setting those priorities, right? That's right. That's right. So you mentioned that you and Samantha had a lot in common. So you were, you know, there was Kismet, it was Faith that kind of had just things together. But you touched on community. So talk, let's talk a little bit more. What does community mean to you? Why, why is that so important? So, yeah, when I, yeah, commu- when I, community, well, community means a lot of things to a lot of people, right? When I'm referring to it um, from in the sense of where we're pouring in our, our time and our thoughts and our resources community-wise, uh, it's specifically in areas and specifically Baltimore City, yet the thinking behind it is um, it's a community and area that that has, has great needs that other places don't have, right? Okay. Um, and so we can assist, and specifically the youth of Baltimore. Okay. So what are you guys doing to kind of pour and give in to the city? of Yeah. Yeah. So every time we sell a home, we donate $400 for Baltimore youth. Um, And and so in addition to that, I mean, we've, I'll give you some examples. It's not just we're writing a check to an entity, right? right? We're choosing where that money goes. So for example, there's an amazing young man who was 19 and reading at a third grade reading level, um, in part because there are some challenges with the big challenges with the education system there, and also because he was dyslexic. And so we were able to take funds from proceeds of sales and hire a tutor uh, for 40 hours to work with him. And he still each day, nearly, I would say four to five days a week, will call myself for my husband and we work on the reading together, right? Because it, it's not just 40 hours and you're done, right? Right. Uh, but that's right. an example of where resources have gone. We were able to take a big group of men, young men out of the city to West Virginia for an overnight trip last year to get out of the city because many of them have never left um, the city itself to see that there's a big wide world out there to decompress, to have fun, um, and, and to have hope, right? Um, we do birthday cakes for the young men we know, because as crazy it is, as it is for many to believe, many of them have never had a birthday cake. Some have maybe had one or two. So the pa- like taking resources and reminding people that you love them, you see them, you care, 
um, we have found to be very impactful. In fact, we just received an offer where a buyer wrote to our sellers saying that they wanted to donate to Baltimore youth and wrote an XL. So it's really cool. That just happened yesterday. And it's cool to start to see the impact beyond just what we're doing that's occurring. I think that's incredible. Uh, and I do want to, I want to get a better understanding of that because there are a lot of people in a lot of organizations that have a charity arm. Right? Yes. They, they write a check, but you're talking about is changing lives. Right. Sure. Yes. Financially, we can change lives and make an impact. And I don't want to diminish that. OK, that's right. But you're actually having specific involvement. Oh, yeah. With these. Oh, yeah. With these individuals. Oh, yeah. Regularly, often Samantha has it on her 411 and in a part of her 135, which I, this is KW language, but it's basically a really important list. Right. Uh, that once a month we're going into the city together whether it's, you know, to bring food or to visit with the youth. And, and it is, it's what you said. It's not just writing a check. It's about making generational impact, real change. And obviously business allows you to do that, right? So yep. a portion of, of the sales kind of, us. but where did that relationship come from? How did you get into Baltimore youth and, and why Baltimore youth? Good question. Uh, so interestingly enough, Sheena, who you interviewed on a yeah, recent podcast. For those podcast. of you just tuning in, check out, you know, episode from two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. So Sheena it was building a shower truck at the time for the homeless in the city. Amazing story. Uh, right? Yeah. Yes. And she was like, Mira, you've got to come out and, and see this shower truck, you know, yada, yada, yada. And so I came out and, and kept coming out. And then one day, um, one of the women from the shower truck, I was supposed to pick her up and take her son to an event. She didn't show up. I was kind of bummed, you know, for whatever reason, she didn't show. It is what it is. And I said to myself, I'm not going to let this ruin my day. I want to do something good. Something good is going to come out of this. So I went and got food. Um, and Sheena had told me about the youth who squeegee, uh, who many of them are young men. And, um, you know, she had brought food to them. So I went and brought food out to the young men. And I was taken back, first of all, by the fact that they would take food from someone they didn't know, uh, that they were so grateful, many of the young men, um, and kind. And I, I just went back and reflected on it and was like, why are these young men out here? So many of them are so thin. Um, why were you willing to take food? Like if you tried to give food to a kid in the burbs, right? They'd be like, you're crazy. Who are you? To me, that's pretty telling if, if you're willing to do that. that. That's not that there's desperation, but there's a different level of need, right? Um, and, it, and to be honest with you, God just put it on my heart. This is where I want you guys to be. It just became very clear. And so we got in our lane and started running. I just love it. I just love it that, you know, again, how we kind of daisy chained all this together, right? Yeah. And, and, and meeting different people in your yeah. community that we're giving back to the community that made you step up and say, hey, I'm in for this too. Yes. And above and beyond financial commitments, you're spending your time. Right? Yeah. Now you can actually paint a picture of yourself and say, what if, or what would happen had I not met Sheena? Had I not had these previous experiences and, and you are now leaving a legacy through what you're doing, right? So now, Right. And, and I'll tell you straight, but so what does it look like for you going forward? You're getting some time and some leverage in your world, but what does it look like as your organization grows bigger? What, 
what does that mean you're able to do locally? Yeah, I mean, well, gosh, the the possibilities are endless, right? So, um, of course, the more biz, the larger the business grows, the more resources we have, right? And, and yet, it's also like you were talking about human connections, right? So, you know, as as my business has been growing, I was just recently able to connect with another agent out of state who's amazing, doing things in Detroit. Um, and, and is like, this is my mission field, like God's made this clear. And, and we're talking about figuring out how to do a big, like, he just made it clear, like, we're not sure how to figure it out yet, but there's going to be a blueprint that we plan to be able to take nationally to impact the cities. And of course, as business grows and you meet more people, um, th- there are more doors that will likely open to allow you to do that. And I think that only allows it to happen is because you're doing things the right way. Right. right. You're coming from your heart. You're, you're leading with a purpose. Right. That's right. That's, and that's what my coach, this all happened a couple, like my husband and I were off doing this stuff with the youth in Baltimore way before I even intertwined it with my business. And a year ago, my coach was like, Mary, these don't have to be separate. Like Spot if on. that's what gets up and drives you, right? Like you need to, your clients are going to want to be in that world. Like you can have a greater impact and create awareness when you bring that into your business. They don't have to be separate. And that was really a game changer. I, I You're right. I mean, I talk to a lot of agents and a lot of them do a lot of good things. And, you know, I want to thank you for coming and joining us and telling your story because I've met a lot of people that are like, this is just what I do. It doesn't define who I am and, and it's not why I do business. But it, I challenge that to say, but it is why you do business. And it's okay to say this, my business allows me to fuel this, right? And if I could pour rocket fuel on the business, then it's like adding rocket fuel onto my charitable arm. That's right. So telling the story does matter. Connecting yeah. with other people and getting it out there and not knowing, right, the limitations of what you're doing. That's exactly right. And what I'm hearing you say is that that's your why. So it's okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. why in the world wouldn't you recognize that and, and use that to fuel your business so that you can go and fund your why or, you know, whatever the case may be. Because you're coming from the right spot. Right. People are incredible. There's incredibly humble people out there that won't, they feel that if they tell their story, right, then they're telling it for the wrong reasons, but that's a clarity. It's a mindset that we can kind of support. And I think we could all do better and and get our hearts around and go, we are doing this because it matters. That's, that's so true, right? You know, your heart, if it's, if it's genuine, people will see that they'll know that. And you're, you're doing a disservice to, to to others by not vocalizing it. If you're genuine, it's different. You know, if somebody's not doing it for that reason, of course, people are going to see it though. But people, people want, and you're opening the door for other people. People want to give, they want to help. Sometimes they're too busy. Giving them ways to do that is really powerful. And, And your business is a great platform to allow that. I agree. So as, as we start to kind of come to an end today, I, I love yeah. your journey and I appreciate your time. What would you like to share with everybody? Like lessons learned from you as you kind of went down this path to building a business and getting involved charity, because getting involved for a charity and funding a charity, right. is not always an easy thing to do. So what would right. you share with those that, Hey, that said, Hey, I wanted to, I don't want to just stroke a check. I want to do more. How, how would somebody go about that? 
Uh, I would say dream really big. I mean, and go for it. You will be surprised what you can achieve. Actually, I would say the other way around. Don't limit yourself, right? Um, and just get out and start. Just do something. If it's small, great. Go do it. I mean, I was reading a book. John Maxwell wrote it. I can't remember what it's called. I don't know if it's Change Your World. There's some, there's a book. I'll, forgive me. If I knew the name, I'd tell you. No problem. Okay. But um, I, that's what I would suggest you just start. You know, we're all taught fail forward. So if something doesn't go good, then, oh, well, get up and go forward and dream big because you're capable of more than you realize. You're right. Dream big. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. I appreciate your time. Look forward to sharing this with everybody. And for those of you listening at home, understanding that it's never too late to start building a business. It's never too late to start impacting your community and others because of your successes and your business. And it's okay to tout your successes and what you're doing yes. and what lives you're changing. And we'll just kind of leave awesome. it at that. Well, Mary, thank, thank you, so you for much. joining us today. We look forward to sharing your story with everybody. Thank you. Have a great day. 